Ba da 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 da. Hello and welcome to the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast, episode something, two hundred fifteen. I don't know. I didn't look. As I'm saying, it's not important. I am scrolling to look. Two hundred fifteen. Hello and welcome to episode two hundred fifteen of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. I am Mark. Thank you for joining me. I hope you had a chance or an oppor- not a, a, an opportunity. I mean, I hope you had the interest. There we go. To listen to the Warren Zevon episode from last Sunday, the bonus one I did for you, because I love you and I feed you like a pelican feeding its children the blood of its own breast. I recorded a classic rock episode of a great Warren Zevon radio show from 1978 on the Excitable Boy Tour. So he does all the hits, and they're brand new, and he's excited that they're successful, and he's not bitter that he has to play fucking werewolves for the rest of his life. Brilliant show. Brilliant show. I think you should, if you have any interest in it, uh, give it a listen. I apologize again. Uh, For the foreseeable future, for the next six months, I'm going to have this very, very loud window fan next to me. Because it is warm. And you all know I live in a hundred-year-old house, blah, 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 blah. It's very hot up in my room. My house is very old, and uh, probably shit insulation above me between my ceiling and the roof. So that space hot boxes... And then radiates heat down and is torturously hot in my room. And it's a beautiful room and I love it. And it has lots of windows and has a beautiful hardwood floor. And it is gorgeous. One, two, three, four closets. Two of them, well, all of them walk in, actually. So it's not bad. (laughs) It's a good deal. It's just hot as fuck in the summer. I can mitigate it, but not quietly. It's either going to be the fan or the air conditioner, and due to where I have my workstation set up, workstation, it's a laptop with my microphone rig and uh, digital analog converter and my headphones plugged in, etc. It's my desk. Workstation, yeah. yeah. But it is. It's my beat laboratory. So I apologize. I might, I may do something about it, uh, but it would, re- it would require moving shit around significantly and uh that's not really my thing so apologies maybe i can buffer it in some way or now my microphone picks it up so it picks it up in any case i'm going to stop it because whatever there's noise and that's what it is it's a window fan apologies today we have now this is a show that i wanted to do back on at the end of April, I wanted to do April 25th, 1969, because it's kind of the Jan Brady of the of the set. Um, you know, the 27th gets all the love. The cool people know it's the 26th. That's the show, and the 25th, you know, is just left out in the rain, like nothing. So, it's the Winterland in San Francisco. Legendary. Uh, I always call it the Fillmore. I've done this podcast on shows from this venue around this time, I think the 27th or the 26th, calling it the Fillmore all the way through. And just had had to deal with people like, uh, it's the Winterland. It's like, ah, fuck. 
It is the Winterland Ballroom. Still a Bill Graham joint, I believe. And uh, it's it's a legendary run of shows. It's also kind of the, the tail end of the psychedelic Telecaster era Led Zeppelins. Uh, the, the, the new Yardbirds moniker was fading because if you remember or if you didn't if you never knew then you'll get some learning son pull up a chair that it was the end of December 1968 when Led Zeppelin hit America for the first time their album Led Zeppelin 1 was recorded but was not due to be released until the next month they were just an opening act a supporting act some places they were just billed as supporting act uh, the only currency in cachet they had was Jimmy Page being from the Yardbirds and the Yardbirds' name, which had some currency because the Yardbirds were a pretty badass band. Not just, it wasn't just, you know, heart full of soul. They had, uh, they were cool live. <clears throat> I've, been, I've been listening to more of them live, and uh, there's some good shit there, especially when you realize that if you listen to a 1968 Yardbird show, you know, a third of it is shit that becomes Led Zeppelin later on. It's neato. <clears throat> so, we have the band starting off in America as nobodies and just killing. On the road, on the road, on the road. You know, everybody's packed into one car kind of thing. And somebody else, Richard Cole or whomever, is just driving a, a van with all their equipment inside. Just a, just a straight-up, you know, white, windowless rape van. And... You know, they shared hotel rooms. They weren't rich. They weren't famous. They were babies. Bonzo and Robert were uh, 20, I think. 20 years old? Fuck me. Yeah. So they're babies on the road for the first time. And they hit America by storm. And the way their, their strategy was to stay on the road and just fucking grind and kill every night. And they did. They killed every night. They impressed the audiences, they became well-known, so that when they came back through that town on their next tour, which would be two months or so, or three months, the next time they came around, so like when they hit the Winterland in January of 69 as nobodies, I think they were opening for Alice Cooper, um, they blew everybody away. Blew everybody away, word of mouth. So the next time they come around, packed house, People want to see him. Zeppelin 1 is out. They're already on the rise. And they just kept grinding and doing that. But they had, at the beginning of 69, a much more of a psychedelic vibe. Much more of a... Uh, you know, the closest thing I could think of would be uh, latter-era Velvet Underground. And, you know, with, with a with virtuoso musicians and uh, virtuoso playing, but that same kind of occasionally dissonant, occasionally avant-garde, out there stuff. And this is kind of the tail end of it. You don't have, you know, once they stop, once Jimmy, I believe Jimmy is in possession of his Les Paul at this time that he bought from Joe Walsh, but he hasn't switched over to using it as his main rig. Once that happens, the psychedelic uh, new Yardbirds era is over, and we lose, you know, train kept a rolling leaves eventually, 
Uh, but we lose the gems like as long as I have you. Just psychedelic craziness. So we have that for this show, and it's great to hear. And this is a brand new, just dropped today or yesterday on the Led Zeppelin Boots channel, I think. That's actually on my other computer, but I just grabbed it. I had another show I was set to, that I was planning on doing, but I saw this and I'm like, yes! So, it is an LP rip. As, mu as, as much as I'm aware, there's only like a 25-minute snippet of this recording available, and this is uh, purported to be the best, most complete version of that which will be available to you for free at heartofmarkness.com, courtesy of my patrons, of whom we'll speak later. But yeah, here's what we got. All we have, we have Train Kept a Rollin', You Shook Me, Communication Breakdown, and most of As Long As I Have You. And then there's just a little tiny, less than a megabyte uh, track that's just called BBH Fragments Between Songs. So... No worries. That is what we got. That is what you can get at heartofmarkness.com. If you go there, you can get all that for free from the vinyl rip. I don't know the album number or the album name. It's just uh, listed as 1969-425-SF for San Francisco LP rip. So there it is. Thank you, masked man. And let us move forward, since I have wasted nine and a half minutes of your time with my wool gathering. I'm going to do a quick one through the opener. Train kept a rolling. The Yardbirds gem uh, that was used through most of 69 as the show opener. And then uh, brought back on the 1982 tour over Europe, when they were trying to get back to their roots and get back to the simple rock and roll. They used it. So train kept a rolling, ladies and germs. Enjoy. April 25th, 1969. This is Led
We observe the butterfly emerge from the chrysalis on dry her wings in the sun. Yeah, that is what we just heard. Beauteous, raucous show opening, fun, rollicking. Always rollicking. And then they go straight into You Shook Me. And this is uh, Luis Ray says this is the best You Shook Me ever. And he may be right. It is absolutely brilliant, intense, show-stopping, holy shit. Robert's voice has no limit. It's wild. So I'm going to shut the fuck up and we're going to listen to it, okay? You shook me, baby.
Folks, did you know that I have a podcast and that you can find that podcast anywhere you can find podcasts? Yes, you did, because you're listening to it. But that's part of the podcast spiel that podcasters say, and I'm a podcaster, so i got to say it. I also have a Facebook group with a couple hundred of the nicest people in the world and the coolest people in the world there called Heart of Markness. You are welcome to join us. And uh, talk, listen, watch, lurk, whatever you want to do. Just don't leave the seat up. Now, you can also find me on Twitter. Find me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Twitter's not that bad. Yeah, but Elon Musk bought it, and then he... It's Twitter. It's always going to be Twitter. If you're on Twitter, let's be friends. Why not? What the fuck? I also have a YouTube channel. Heart of Markness. You see where this is going. I also have the aforementioned heartofmarkness.com, which is the website on which I post a, a copy of the podcast, but also links to the shows that I cover. Unless it's a very rare occurrence where somebody asks me not to share something, uh, but I can still have it in the show, you will see a link to what I'm playing. Just like that set list I read you earlier, that short four song, five song set list, you can get that for free. I got it for free. It's all shared for free. That's the ethos of this thing. So we can experience this music which gives us joy and elation and satisfaction without having to pay for it. Because it's not ours. It's something that was just thrown into the ether, captured on magnetic tape 53 years ago, and then just bopped around like a beach ball at an arena concert until 53 years later it got posted to YouTube, cleaned up upgraded, optimized where I grabbed it off the link that was shared and then I take that those same files and share them with you through my link see? Symbiosis and hey you can do the same, you know pass it on. Take one down, pass it around. So yeah, Heart of Markness. And that is all possible thanks to the generosity of my patrons. The people who give me money every month. Keeps the lights on here. Pays for the SoundCloud hosting for the podcast. Pays for the Mega Cloud hosting for all those shows. Pays for the website. Pays for the website doc, you know, the, the domain. Pays for the hosting. The whole shebang pays for the microphone through which I am speaking to you. And that is courtesy of these titans, upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. So a laurel and hearty handshake go out to Keith and Tilda, Brian, Matt and Cecilia, Steve, Big Ed, Kenny, who still seems like he's over in Scotland having a whale of a time. I hope you are enjoying the fuck out of whatever you're doing my friend. 
John from West Footscray, Picard, Knagarn, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, Other, David, Bonzo Billy, and Mimo. Thank you for being my friends. Ba da da da, giving money and giving again. Da da da, every month I get money from you guys. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, thank you. They really help. They keep me honest. They keep me doing this podcast when I don't feel like it, which is great. And, you know, they, they, they're wonderful human beings. And if you would like to be one of those wonderful human beings, you can go to patreon.com slash heartofmarkness or hit the Patreon link at heartofmarkness.com if you're downloading one of the shows. Whatever. It's also a free podcast. It's always going to be free, so you are not obligated to. But if you do like me and like this but don't want to give me money, which I understand, could you possibly leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to? Apple, whatever. Android, Podbean, Peedburn, Stitcher Matcher, Black Dogger. I don't know. I don't know the names of them. But whatever you're listening to, if you could take the time, and it's probably a pain in the ass, and I apologize, to leave a review, it does provide material help and support for the podcast for real, real. Helps improve the relevance. Search engines go, oh, well, people are listening to this. So let's bring this up when someone puts in Led Zeppelin or Classic Rock for a podcast. So thank you. All right, spiel is over. We are now going to resume the show with a scorching hot yet unfortunately truncated version of As Long As I Have You. It's going to stop after Bag's Groove, which is that which was taken from uh, Miles Davis' track, I think, on Kind of Blue. Anywho, let's get to it, all right? As Long As I Have You, which is a, oh boy, Garnet Mims song? I don't know. It's not a Zeppelin song, it's a cover, but it has a bunch of other little songs in it as well. Enjoy. Last time when we came here was the first, was the second gig we ever did in America. And we've been together about three months, and we were really pleased with the way we went down. If we hadn't done well here, I think we'd have shipped ourselves and ran home. And you've done the same for us this time as you did last time. We'd like to say thank you very much, and good night.
at least they tacked on the ending so it didn't just go whoop. But if they had an ending to tack on, that means they have the rest of it. No. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I only know of the one source. And this is a nice version of it. I hope you have enjoyed it. It's a little short today, but I don't want to play Communication Breakdown, and that's the only song left. Gotta have a little mystery for you. I am going to do another classic rock episode over the weekend. Unless something happens, and I don't foresee that. It's Mother's Day coming up in America. So if you have mothers, you know what to do. And if you don't, well, I'm sorry. Mine was pretty shitty, but... I don't know. We all need a mom to get into the world. So anyway, everybody, be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. And I will talk to you this weekend with a nice classic rock episode. And I'll be back next Thursday with, at least now, what's on the table or on, on the planning board is September 27th, 1971 in Hiroshima, Japan. Great show, great show, great show, great show, great show. And I love the 71 Japan tour, as do most people. So, all right, talk to you soon. Please be good, etc., etc. I love you. Bye-bye.